Ecclesiastes 1, verses 1 through 11. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What does man gain by all the toil at which he toils under the sun? A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun goes down and hastens to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes around to the north. Around and around goes the wind, and on its circuit the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full, to the place where the streams flow, but there they flow again. All things are full of weariness. A man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. Is there a thing of which it is said, See, this is new. It has been already in the ages before us. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of later things yet to be among those who come after. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will um probably not the most <laughs> good morning <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for those who who kind of start start out the day or or you know in the morning with an odr yeah. this is uh this can be this can be a little depressing yeah go, uh, go back to bed your work is meaningless <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah what what are you about to do with your day whatever it is it all amounts wah, to wah, absolutely wah. nothing <laughs> Uh, and, and that's kind of, but that's kind of the feel that you get from Ecclesiastes. Mm. Uh, obviously, when you read passages like this, however, Ecclesiastes is not a book that's trying to lead us into the 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 pit of despair. Mm-hmm. Um, Ecclesiastes is is trying to raise our eyes to something greater than us. And the work of our hands, and this the toil and the labor that we carry out day in and day out, and it's trying to lift our eyes to the Lord. Uh, and yeah. and in that respect, I love the Book of Ecclesiastes because it's just so uh, raw. Like oh, it's yeah. it's so real. It's so genuine. I mean, who among us has not had similar thoughts of vanity of vanities? Yeah. What what am I doing? Why am I making this real estate deal? Why am I cutting this yard in lawn care? Why yeah. am I, you know, watching these children at home? Why why am I doing all these things? What yeah. is the purpose of life? What is the meaning of life? And I think that's what the author of Ecclesiastes is trying to get yeah. to. It's about disenchantment, which is so mm-hmm. universal. Yes. And you know, it, it can be hard to delve into when you want just like a, a comforting experience reading the Bible, but it, this is really to what you're saying. I think it's so often that people can interface with this book and this sort of type of speech and, and be led into despair, but it is not meant to lead us into despair. It actually, when you read it well, it, it leads you into hope and into, right. into freedom That's right. in this really paradoxical way. And so mm-hmm. I'm really excited to look at it. Yeah, it's great. 
so kind of jumping into the passage, mm-hmm. you know, it starts out and it says the words of the preacher, mm-hmm. the son of David, king in Jerusalem. When you just Weird read start. that, <laughs> who, who, who automatically comes to mind, Will? Solomon. So it is, it is Solomon, the, the son of David, the direct son of David. Um, however, this Solomon's authorship of Ecclesiastes has been challenged um, on a number of fronts. Mm-hmm. And um, well, that title, the preacher, there's this anonym, anonymity, yeah, that is is implied there, um, and it, it's an interesting title. Like the ESV footnote here says, it could also be translated as the convener or the collector, right? And yeah, it's it's kind of this hazy silhouette figure. Yeah, it's almost like if it was Solomon, why don't why don't you just say like mm-hmm. the, I'm Solomon, I'm writing this. Yeah. I'm writing this uh book or this letter. But um so son of David is actually a a phrase that is applied all through from David all the way to Jesus. Yeah. Um there there's a lot of son of David's, you know, that yeah. that goes all throughout scripture. And so that can kind of be anybody. Um but Regardless of who the author is, there is much wisdom in the book of Ecclesiastes. Oh, yeah. And like you said, I mean, it it, it starts with this and, and all the way throughout just this disenchantment. And I would say particularly in our society and our culture, uh, people just get very disenchanted. Yeah. Even though we are the wealthiest yeah. nation that has ever been. Yeah. And yet we we so struggle with this disenchantment and this this meaning of life question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was listening to a, a a preacher actually this morning on my way to work, and he was talking about how animals. He was talking about his dog, and he was <laughs> saying, you know, my dog can be so loving and so cuddly and so warm and even have relationship, but I look at it. And it hits me that it's just a dog. Hmm. It it's it doesn't have it doesn't sit there and struggle with the questions of why am I here? Yeah, what's absolutely. my purpose? Absolutely. What am I? And and that goes that's true for all animals. But God has He's created us in His image, and He's placed within us this like this yearning question yeah. that we struggle with of like what is the meaning of life what is the purpose well, why th- are we here i think that's where you know we have that that verse you have placed eternity into the heart of man that's right and i think ecclesiastes we really begin to see how that plays out right what does it look like to live as creatures who have eternity in our hearts and we're living in this finite time locked realm right that's right yeah, so it, it goes in. I mean, let's look at that phrase, vanity of vanities. Yes. Uh, the ultimate depressing phrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything is vain. Mm. Everything is vain. But, I, you know, like you were saying, I, I think I think the author of Ecclesiastes is kind of taking us low in order for us to, to look up, as it were, you know. Sure. And, and, and I think oftentimes a lot of us have experienced that in life where you kind of have to go down to the valley and realize you're in the valley before you look up to the mountain, mm-hmm. you know, just to use a yeah. an analogy. And, and I think that's kind of what's going on here. Yeah. And so that word, the Hebrew word, Hebel or Hebel, mm-hmm. um, 
it's that's where they're they're pulling this from. And Tim Mackey of the Bible Project, he has an awesome sermon series on Ecclesiastes. So if you really mm-hmm. want to dig into this, you should listen to that. But um, so during this sermon, he actually he smokes a, a pipe, okay, a tobacco pipe on stage. Yep, as like this example, and the little clouds of of smoke, you know, are are there and they disappear. And yep. so this word Hebel it. it is more referring to vapor or smoke than to like existential meaninglessness. Right. So when I think when we read like vanity of vanities, it's really despairing and you kind of get this idea of like, this is stupid. Yeah. And I think the word there actually implies more literal time, Hmm. vanity in the sense of time, Hmm. like, the disappearing nature, the the momentary right. nature of all things. Right. So it's not, it's not, Ecclesiastes is not trying to tell us that life is meaningless. No. It actually, it tells us what the meaning of life is later on. Right. So, so life can, can be full of meaning. Mm-hmm. However, there is this vanishing ness yes. to life we're yes. we're all we're all vanishing we're here one day we're yeah. we're we're not here the next day and i think all of us have experienced that sometimes sometimes we we need to sit and just consider how uh brief life is and i think that's where mm-hmm. the you know in the psalms where where david's saying to to number our days yeah uh to absolutely. consider our days consider the time that the lord has given us how are we spending our time yeah absolutely so I guess moving on, let's look at some of these images yeah. that he begins to build on. Mm. So um, you have this, what does man gain by all the toil? I wish he toils under the sun. A generation come, a generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. So he begins to build a lot of Ecclesiastes is going to have this circular time frame, mm. you know, and, and that's what so many of these images, he talks about the wind blows to the south and goes around to the, the north. A stream runs to the sea um, and the sea is not full the, to the place where streams flow. There they go again. Yep. And so you you begin to see this big circle um, forming. The cyclical pattern yeah, over and over and over. Yeah, and then yeah. it kind of culminates when he says, all things are full of weariness. A man cannot utter it. Mm. And so you you have this circle. It's almost like a hamster wheel that he draws out, mm. and it leads him to this conclusion that the earth is tired. Like the earth is is groaning, mm. and, and so are we who live in it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that would um... – I mean, that's what Paul's saying in Romans 8, you know, just talking about the earth, just having like those birth pangs yeah. uh, waiting for the return of Jesus. And um, so, yeah, so ultimately, ultimately we find we find true meaning in God, in yeah. knowing God, in serving God. And that's that's kind of what the end of Ecclesiastes talks about, mm-hmm. fearing God and obeying his commandments. Yeah. And in that we will find freedom. But if we try to chase after the the things of this world, you know, the things uh, like Ecclesiastes says that are under the sun, uh, we will find us, uh, we will find our hearts saying to us, this is meaningless. Yeah. You know, uh, Ecclesiastes has a lot of phrases that kind of get pulled and used. They're just little pop culture things now. Like there's a time for everything. Yeah. 
Um, that's an Ecclesiastes reference. One of the most common ones, there's nothing new under the sun, is right. coming from verse 9, which we've read. What has been will be, and what has been done is what will be done, and there's nothing new under the sun. Mm. Is there a thing of which it is said, see, this is new? And um, this passage, it, it made my mind go immediately to Isaiah 43, verse 19, which is, or I'll start in verse 18, which is this contrasting passage mm. um, where the Lord says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And so we have this new thing that God is doing. Obviously what Isaiah is is prophesying here is, is the work of Christ, God's redemptive work of restoration for his people. And I just love that, that these passages coincide and both are true. We are living in this creation hamster wheel yeah. where there, you know, there is nothing new under the sun. We are constantly toiling and yet our work vanishes the wind blows south and then comes back around to the north. We are living in this world of weariness. And yet, what breaks the cycle? What is the new thing? It is the work of God. It is it is his redemption. Yeah. And I think when we are in this place of disenchantment and weariness, where the author, the preacher of Ecclesiastes is, where is does the new work come in? Yeah, it is from the Lord. Yeah, and you know the image of that wilderness. I I I think even in modern day America, with all the the comforts and wealth and everything that we may have, we can still feel like our hearts are in some wandering wilderness. Hundred percent. And it is only through God Himself that these streams of living water can come through the wilderness and Amen. make all things new. And he ultimately does that in Jesus. Amen. And I think what you're saying, Ecclesiastes speaks to later where the, the vanity that we live in mm. is where the more luxuries and comforts you have, the more uncomfortable and miserable you mm. become. And I think we, America and the Western world is just a, a great testimony to the right. truth of Ecclesiastes. Good word. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.